Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'll be joined by Bob Lowry. We're going to go over what happens when the chlorine zero is out in your pool. And specifically, we're going to address using metal sequestering agents or stain removers that tend to zero out the chlorine. We'll go over some tips when using those and also the effects of having zero chlorine in a pool during a specific period of time while you're using these products. If you're interested in Bob Lowry's certified residential course or his tech bulletins, you can find those on his website pcti.online. Again, that's pcti.online for Bob Lowry's material. Pool Service Pro. Open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So let's talk about zero chlorine in water. Recently, and I've done this myself, where you add a stain, a chemical that's going to remove a stain or a sequestering agent, and basically the chlorine zeroes out in the pool. It, it take, you know, They can't recognize the fact that you're putting in this kind of thing, and so it oxidizes and all the chlorine's gone in the pool. And one thing is that you go back the next week, you put chlorine, and the same thing happens again. So is there a way to tell a breaking point when you put in one of these stain remover chemicals and it zeroes out the chlorine? When is it going to hold chlorine again, I should say. Or how do you get it to hold chlorine again when you, when you, because you don't want to shock the pool when you put a sequestering in. I think it goes beyond or to a step before that. And that is your selection of a sequestering agent or a stain remover. And many of the, the stain removers um, use a, a chemical that is oxidizable by chlorine. And so um, when you put it in, and especially because some people have the idea that if if this amount is good, adding a little more is probably better. Um, so they put in a you know one and a half or two times what the bottle says. And so they put some in and then they try to chlorinate after that. Well they just put something in that needs to be oxidized and now they're putting in an oxidizer. You know, the two just are not compatible. Um, once the sequestering agent has filled up with metal, if you will, then there's the chlorine can go around free because sequestering agent and the metal are kind of bonded together um, and holding on to one another. So uh, chlorine doesn't have to act on them too much. But there are different versions of uh, sequestering agents. And some are triethanolamine, some are, are phosphonates, um, some are other kinds of orthophosphorus uh, compounds. You know, you can create an algae problem because the orthophosphate uh, and phosphonate products degrade into phosphates. And now you've got a pool full of phosphates, which algae love, 
as their primary source of nutrition. So um, you put the stain remover in to get rid of the stain, and you end up with maybe an algae problem. And, and invariably, this is what happens is you put a stain remover in, you start growing algae, but you haven't seen the algae yet. So regular amounts of chlorine get consumed trying to kill the algae. It may or may not be the oxidizer demand of the, of the sequestering agent. It may be the fact that you've actually started uh, growing some algae, and the algae is creating the chlorine demand. And algae can be growing for a while before you actually see it. Mm -hmm. um, you don't actually see that dense green color or black color or blue-green color until it's actually colonized a little bit and, and has grown for a while. So, so that may be the, the reason. So it's a very difficult situation for the pool pro when they're treating a stain or treating metals. And the, the person that called me kept going back week after week. He didn't really want to shock it because of the new plaster and it was just a stain on there he was trying to get off of. Is there, is there a way to, you know, counter, like, how would you know when the pool is not going to be zeroing out every week? Is there like some way to calculate this particular effect when you put something in the pool? Not just the stain removers, but other products also I've seen. Well, the, the manufacturers are supposed to put on the label, or they should put on the label if their <clears throat> products are incompatible with anything. I'm a little more of a believer when it comes to stains in removing the metal and not just sequestering it. And, and I think that service techs and homeowners and a lot of people make a mistake thinking that a sequestering agent removes the metal from the water. And that doesn't happen. What it does is a sequestering agent has a unique shape as a molecule. Uh, it can surround uh, molecules uh, of, of metal so that the metal can't, can't combine with anything else and cause a stain or precipitate. Um, so it just surrounds that metal molecule and keeps it from combining with anything. Well, the sequestering agent is organic, man-made, and because it's man-made, it gets degraded by sunlight, oxidizers, chlorine, ozone, so on. It gets oxidized. And when it gets oxidized, it breaks down. And eventually it breaks down and leaves the metal again because, to be able to cause a stain. Mm -hmm. So the, the metal is still in the pool. It's not gone. And when the sequestering agent breaks down, the metal is free to cause a stain. We need a way to actually get rid of the metal. And there's, at present, only one company that makes a device that will do that. And it's in a little bag or a little cage that you can put in your skimmer. And you put it in the skimmer, and water flows through your skimmer. And as it does, this little bag grabs onto the metals and keeps it in that bag. And the metal that was in the water is gone. Yeah, and that's the Sea Later product. I can mention them because I'm really good friends with them over there, and I know that that product works well. well I know um, them very well, and they're great people. Yeah. And as you know, I don't mention brands. I know, but I, I can throw that out because people are going to be wondering what that is. So it's a Sea Later 4.0 or 1.0. Uh, 
Um, and then another way chlorine zeroed out a lot is the pool pro will put a lot of sodium bromide in the pool. They're treating algae and they're using right. an algae product with that in there. And then they zero out the chlorine that way too. You know, what are the dangers of using that product in the pool over and over again? And you're going to be getting zero chlorine readings a lot when you overdo it. Well, you may or may not get a zero reading, but here's what happens if you use a bromide, sodium bromide based algicide, and there are many of them on there. But bear in mind that any algae product has to say on the label the ingredient. So you need to read the label a little bit and see if it says sodium bromide. And if it says sodium bromide, when you put that in the pool, you have now changed the pool to a bromine pool. And it may be good for getting rid of algae because hypobromous acid is a little better at killing algae than chlorine is. So, and it's also something that the algae is not used to. You know, don't, uh, you have to remember that, that you've been keeping chlorine in the pool and the algae grew with the chlorine in it. So it's kind of used to chlorine. So when it sees bromine, it's not used to it. So bromine makes it pretty effective. So it's an effective algicide, but any amount of bromide left in the water when you add chlorine to the pool, that bromide gets activated by chlorine into the killing form of bromine called hyperbromous acid. And then when the hyperbromous acid kills something, it reverts back to bromide. And then when you add more chlorine, it reactivates the bromine. So all the chlorine that you put in the pool is reactivating the bromide. And it's not going away. And especially if you use the, the uh, I, I ran the dose on a couple of the bromide-based algicides. And when you put that in, you're actually putting about three parts per million of bromide into the water. And what that means is every time you add three parts per million of chlorine, the chlorine is all used in making bromine in the pool. And so you're not making chlorine anymore. And there's problems with that because you're looking at your, at your test kit thinking you've got three parts per million of chlorine when you've actually got three parts per million of bromine. And bromine, we recommend a level of four to six parts per million of bromine in the pool, not two to four. So you need twice as much of it. And your test kit thinks it's measuring chlorine and it's measuring bromine. And the other thing that, that happens is bromine can be degraded by sunlight. So the cyanuric acid that's in your pool isn't protecting the bromine. And as a result, you, are, you go through a lot of chlorine because you're creating bromine. Sunlight is killing off the the bromine that's in the pool at a rate of 65% in two hours. And that means in about five hours, you zero out the chlorine. And there's no way to, to stop it. The cyanuric acid isn't doing anything for it. So you'd be using a huge amount of, of chlorine in the pool and wondering why. If you used a bromine-based product and you've used very much of it, the only way to get rid of the bromide is to drain most of the water out of the pool. There's no other solution. There's no way to precipitate it 
the I've heard sales reps from the companies that make these algicides, and they say it's not a problem. And I'm telling you, it is a problem. And you will have, you will be using huge amounts of chlorine in your pool. You can have stuff growing because you've only got actually half of the reading you think you do. Yeah. So you know whether the pool is zeroed out through a sequestering agent or a stain remover or through using too much sodium bromide. What would be the you know the bottom line? The danger of a pool with zero chlorine. I know it's unsafe, but go over like, you know, if you're doing this on your pool route or if a customer's doing this and they zero out the chlorine and then they want to use the pool, what would be the inherent danger of something like that? It's the same thing I mentioned in another cast is that the, the danger is that there's no residual in the water to prevent any bather to bather disease transmission. And and this is important because you can get ear infections, eye infections, nose infections, throat infections, lung infections, a lot of things you can get from being in the water. And if you've got no residual, you got zero protection. Mm-hmm. And understand this, that, that it's possible to go to a negative demand, which means that you could add a, you'll have to add a, an amount of chlorine just to get back to zero. And then after that, you will start to start to get a residual. But I've seen pools where we've added five pounds of shock to a pool and it disappears. Mm -hmm. And it disappeared because your test kit doesn't go negative. It only goes to zero. (laughs) So you don't know how much negative it is. You may have had a negative 10 parts per million. Yeah, so that's the problem with using these things because they're very useful in the industry, but there are some cautions because of the side effects and zero, you know, having a pool with zero chlorine and you can't shock it because then the metals will drop out of solution again. Um, so it's that's pretty right. tricky. It's a pretty tricky process. But I think um, one thing I think that we should put out there is that if you are using stain removers or sequestering agents, that that the pool could be unsafe, right? It's it's possible that if you use a sequestering agent. That you wipe out the chlorine and yeah. and who knows how long that means it's going to be with zero chlorine. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a service call and it's a one call a week, if it was the day after the guy showed up, you could be six days without chlorine. Yeah, that is a it. very long time to go with no chlorine. Yeah, so I think you know that's something that people should be aware of when they're treating stuff like that. That there are side effects to that. So I think if you're new and you're using sequestering agents or any kind of stain remover, just be aware of the fact that these can and tend to zero out the chlorine level in a pool. And that's something that you're going to learn maybe the hard way if you're not too familiar with using these products. It's just one of the side effects that happens. And I hope you found it helpful going over some of the things to look out for when using these type of products in your pool or sodium bromide, something of that nature. And what could happen is, of course, the chlorine level could zero out in the pool and if you're interested in the other podcasts I recorded with Bob Lowry, simply go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon, and you'll see a drop-down menu of the previous episodes I recorded with Bob, and also a lot of other different podcast episodes that I have available. And if you're in the business and you are starting out, or you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining me there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show.
Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.